Hi, everyone. Welcome to Careful Tech, episode 55. So as Apple's fall announcement event approaches, and in fact, as I'm recording this, they just announced that um, the event will take place on September 12th, I've been eyeing the rumored iPad Pro, and I find myself daydreaming about a a magic tablet that paired with a smart keyboard and an Apple Pencil might inspire me to consistently create content and publish it online that will somehow catapult me to internet nerd success. Unfortunately, based on my history, that's probably not going to happen. I've bought three iPads in the past, and none of them made me more disciplined, more creative, or more talented. No, in fact, each time I struggled to find a use case for the thing, and the iPad would end up sitting unused and unloved uh, for weeks. Eventually, I would abandon, or I did abandon, the iPad upgrade train and sold off my iPad Pro. And if I'm really honest, I haven't really missed it since. Between my laptop and my iPhone, um, I don't really feel like I have a pressing need uh, to have an iPad in my life. So the lesson learned there is that a new device won't magically transform me into a prolific creator. Fortunately, though, framed more positively, the inverse of that is also true. If you want to create stuff, you don't really need a new device. Chances are, you probably already have everything you need to make stuff on the internet. For example, you could put off podcasting until you've spent $600 on a microphone and an audio hub and a year's worth of podcast hosting. Or you could create an Anchor account for free, record using the built-in mic on your iPhone, and start podcasting today. In the same way, you could tie your blogging aspirations to writing software that costs $40 a year, like Ulysses. Or you could just use the text editor that comes for free with your computer. Another example, you could believe that a $150 mechanical keyboard will somehow make you a better writer, or you could get by with that $15 Logitech bargain from Walmart. And then finally, you could learn to draw, quote unquote, using a $700 iPad Pro and a $100 Apple Pencil, or you could pick up a $10 drawing pad and $20 worth of pencils and pens and accomplish the same goal. So if we're honest with ourselves, it's not the tools that hold us back. The real obstacles to creative productivity are low motivation and overcommitment. So for the last few episodes of this podcast, I've been relying on the Anchor app uh, for recording and posting mainly to avoid the uh, costs of actually hosting a podcast at a place like Libsyn or Simplecast. Um, One of the benefits of Anchor that I didn't really even realize until recently is that it makes it a lot easier for listeners to send you feedback, especially to send you uh, voice messages that you can integrate into the podcast itself. And I was surprised the other day to look at my Uh, backlog of messages and to actually see one in there. So this is a question from Lasha, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, about Siri shortcuts. 
Hey Matt, just wanted to say hello. I recently discovered your podcast on Anchor here and wanted to shoot you a message. I really enjoyed listening to the AirPods episode and I'm in the middle of listening to a bunch of the others. But also I wanted to get your thoughts on the recent Apple uh, event, WWDC uh, 2018, and the iOS 12 announcements particularly revolving around series shortcuts and automation and the type of future that that entails for apps and machine learning and automation and so forth. Personally, I think that it is a huge, huge deal, especially with the recent uh, announcements of uh, Google's former machine learning and AI uh, chief now uh, leading Apple's efforts. And um, I think it's going to be pretty big. Would love to get your thoughts on that. Well, thanks very much for that question, Lasha. Uh, let me preface this by saying I haven't used iOS 12. I try not to install the betas on my phone, so I'm totally speaking from ignorance here. Uh, but that's uh, never stopped me before, so here we go. Listen, I don't love Siri, um, and maybe it is behind the Google Assistant and the Amazon Echo. But the truth is, I don't really love them either. We have an Echo in our kitchen, and it's great for a very limited set of tasks. It's great for playing music from Spotify. It's fine for adding stuff to our grocery list. But in terms of actual intelligence, in terms of throwing a curveball at it and expecting it to parse the sentence and retrieve the answer from the web or something, uh, it doesn't happen. Maybe the Google Assistant is better. I don't have a Google Home here. Um, but regardless, both Siri and the Echo uh, leave a lot to be desired. Now, Siri Shortcuts is interesting in that it sidesteps the need for Siri to develop actual AI, and it turns to app developers to build out the intelligence instead. In other words, they're the one who are building the actual hooks for users to trigger via Siri. It almost is it as if Apple has a more pessimistic take on what it's going to be possible to integrate in the near term. Uh, Apple says, we're giving up on actually making Siri smarter. Instead, Siri is going to be a glorified way to trigger these predetermined, in-the-box, non-curveball actions. I don't think that's a bad approach, given how little voice assistants can do. Uh, maybe AI is a lot further off than we all assumed it was just a few years ago. Um, here's one genuine disappointment with Siri shortcuts, as far as I understand it. You can't pass arbitrary data to an app through a Siri shortcut. What You can't pass what you might call variable, variables in programming parlance. In other words, a podcast app dev can't um, have like a verb and then you add the noun and then the app takes those those pieces and performs some action based on it. They have to be rote phrases, um, predetermined phrases. So why is this bad? For example, if Spotify wanted to build a Siri shortcut that would let me say, hey dingus, please play uh, The Grateful Dead on Spotify, uh, they can't do it because their catalog is so broad, they can't create a Siri shortcut for every album, um, every song, every genre. Uh, they're kind of 
put in a place where um, Siri might not be something that they can actually integrate into their app. Maybe they'll find a way around it. At the very least, they probably could do genres so that you could say, hey, Siri, um, could you please play uh, rock music or 70s rock on Spotify? But again, the domain is going to be very limited because each of those phrases needs to be uh, determined ahead of time. Can't be live as the user is, is throwing the request out there. Again, I could be wrong. If I am wrong, let me know. Hit me up on the Anchor app. Send your own question in. And thanks to Lasha for, for sharing his thoughts and his question. That wraps up Careful Tech for today. Um, I'd love to hear from you on Twitter. I'm at Matt Hogger, H-A-U-G-E-R. The podcast is at Careful Tech. And you can also visit my website at matthogger.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.